Hello, and welcome to the Scott and Law Show, with me, Scott, and me, Laws. And um, it's nice to be able to say hello so quickly after the, previously saying hello for once, because normally um, the, the bar we've set seems to be recently, well, I say recently, um, about three months between episodes. So uh, it, it's, yeah, it, it, it just feels good to be saying hello so soon. Since it does. We've, we've got our asses back in gear. The Loz and Scott mobile is in, in fifth gear, plummeting down the motorway, hurtling, if you will. That's a better word. And uh, yeah, people are like swerving, going, hey, who are these guys? You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. wishing oh, they you. were those guys. Yeah, wishing you, they were punks. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and we are those guys, and we're back with episode. I think it's twenty two now. I don't know why I keep yes as if the numbers mean anything, but here we are, episode twenty two. And um, uh, it, well, like I say, you know, it doesn't feel like long at all since Lars uh, rounded off the previous episode by with two letters V D. Mm. What more ringing teaser do you need, ladies and gentlemen? And um, well, and of I course, it wasn't remember. it wasn't victorious ger- gerbils. And it wasn't voluptuous Germans. <laughs> Were they the? Uh, yeah, I think okay. And it, and it's not um, vivacious gammon, <laughs> which was which was the answer everyone else had. Obviously, yeah, exactly. I, I would have thought, well, it's obviously going to be about vivacious gammon. Well, it's not. It's vivacious, not about... vivacious Hughes. Pat yourself on the back for that one, sunshine. Yeah, I, I love a good adjective, and uh, and I love a good piece of gammon, especially a vivacious one. Should we just change the podcast uh, and talk about that for an hour and a half? I don't know. What do you no. Reckon? All right. All right. Well, um, we'll go with what we planned then. Yeah, which please. Is to, <laughs> which is to talk about video games. Yeah, baby. And and once again, it's a, it's just a topic that I feel like I've got so much to talk about and so much love to pour out over. Mm. Uh, so, uh, should we just get started, mate? Is there anything you want to... Uh, we've got a rough idea agenda about like what we want to talk about and in what order but uh, before we do that Lars is there anything you want to say Uh, all I want to say is let's intermingle with that jingle (laughs) all right there you have it yeah ready sorted Pringle and I I realized I sounded a bit like a teacher didn't I Lars is there anything you want to say (laughs) yeah yeah Sorry. <laughs> now, now I've been talking all, all over you. Um, it, would you like to say something? Oh, yes, please, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Vivacious Gammon. Um, mm. Oh, no, sorry, we're doing video games, aren't we? Um, we are. So I think, again, you know, Loz and I, being two different beings, have had two different experiences with but in, video games. Yeah. And... Uh, I thought, you know, it'd be nice to talk about how it all began for both of us, respectively. And I, well, Lars, do you want to start? I don't know. Well, in a, in a funny sense, I feel like I have already started because particularly if you've been with us for the Christmas edition of, uh, of this here podcast, oh, yes. uh, I did uh, illustrate my um, reception of, uh, why am I talking I, well, I was about to say, why am I talking bollocks? But <laughs> it's the Talking Bollocks podcast, isn't it's sort it? Sort of your job, mate. Sort of your yeah, job. Yeah, it is. Yeah, speciality, mate. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, I, I got the... Um, I knew it said PS4 then. My dad's never dabbled in time travel. Um, I got the Sega Mega Drive 2 for Christmas. Right. 
and this was a, a big thing for me. Uh, I remember it, you know, feeling sort of slightly cocksure that I'd got one before uh, some of my other mates in the area, and then they all got one, and it was slightly less special. But we all then could swap games, so that was cool. Um, I, I, I'm just gonna, just gonna, you know, almost like uh, dip my toe in. Just gonna venture a, a fanciful little thing, just something that I refuse point blank to not put into this goddamn podcast and before you do um i will just say i never owned a mega drive uh, i never i've never owned a sega console so mm. I, well the mega yeah. drive the mega drive was the one to have i think i, I yeah yeah so I, i've got nothing really to say here i'll know of these games oh okay and i'll have probably played them here and there but yeah what, what were well, you playing what were you saying <laughs> well you I, I was gonna i got sonic the hedgehog 2 with it which was 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 grand yeah. Um, I always enjoyed Sonic, always liked the character, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's fairly basic stuff, but when you're a young kid, that's what you want, you know? Well, Easy what peasy. Do you, what do you know of the character? Like, Was there anything beyond just, I'm a dude that has spiky blue hair and runs particularly fast? Was that, did those games go into a backstory? Because I've not really played No, I, I was going to say, it, it wasn't really, it was a 2D platformer thing. And yeah. the main thing about Sonic with his, was his speed. So, you'd, you'd, you know, you'd press down and, and tap a and make him like spin and then once you let go he just like fly off into the distance and you could literally like race through but you could also sort of take your time to take out enemies and get coins and stuff like that and there were like secret things hidden every now and again and uh, the thing that i was trying to to get out before i forget is how how sickening it was that you could buy uh, sonic and knuckles which i think was so- technically sonic 3 and there was a slot in the top of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 that you could slot Sonic and Knuckles into, or the other way around. Might have been the other way around. Would make more sense if it was the other way around. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> but, and and go, going back and being able to play the, the levels that I'd been playing and it'd sort of like run into the ground and use this new character Knuckles to like go back and like find all these secrets that it was really difficult to get to otherwise, but because you were Knuckles, you could climb up the walls and stuff. That, that was fucking cool, baby. And that gave each level a whole new level, I imagine. It's a whole new world! <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I hadn't planned to talk about Aladdin, the game, but that's that's one we could get to. But, yeah, my only really experience of playing Sonic is, I've probably played it here and there, but uh, recently I did play it, actually, at, at the at the Ibis Styles <laughs> uh, hotel in Budapest. They had a game. It was all based on gaming. There was Pac-Man wallpaper everywhere, and uh, yeah, we played uh, Sonic on the the final morning. Actually, waiting to get picked up to to leave. So I've probably played it more recently than you have, son. Right. Well, okay. Well, seeing as 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 you weren't as uh, as in on the Mega Drive, I'm, I'm just going to rattle off a few because sure. uh, there, there are some gems, and I think it's going to be a bit of back and forth. And if you've got anything to say, you shout it out. And if not, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Yeah, please. Yeah, there you go. No, that's damn right. So uh, I-, I couldn't forget Streets of Rage. Uh, the amount of time uh, me and my friend Rich used to spend trying to complete Streets of Rage. Just again, um, sort of like a side-scrolling uh, enemies coming in from the sides and you've got various sort of weapons and knives you could pick up and throw it's still a, obviously it's it's a mega drive games so it's still fairly basic i'm making it sound like it's probably a bit more dynamic than it was but 
there was just something about it. Some of the, the characters were pretty cool and the, the combo moves. And I, I guess that was my first real experience of properly like playing a game two player and, and cooperating. So that was cool. So Streets of Rage is, is, is a big one. Nice. Um, well aware of it, but haven't played a huge amount of it again. And the soundtrack, I remember being quite quite deceptively good as well for, for that sort of thing. Uh, and then, of course, uh, big shout out to Street Fighter 2 because, you know, again, so many hours spent playing that and, and me getting very, very frustrated with my friend who used to spam being Ryu and just, you know, would hit like the the... Is it the Hadouken? The the um, I, I don't I don't know I don't know why I'm asking you. <laughs> the the fireball move that Ryu could do, and then all of us. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm without ever having really played it last. That yes, it is the Hadouken. Thank you. <laughs> I knew I, knew <laughs> I, I, could I don't on you. fucking know. I, I, I've never heard that word in my life. Hadouken. Uh, there you go. That's that's that's, that's a pretty spot on. <laughs> Why well, Hadouken? Like that's, that sounds like you're joking. <laughs> Bye, I man. That's Ryu and Dalism from Street of Rage. No, Street Fighter 2. All the good games on the Sega Mega Drive 2 <laughs> happen, Street... happen to be the second edition. Street Fighter 2 Geordie expansion pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Street of Rage. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tyneside edition. You're just like sticking people with nuky brown bottles. <laughs> yeah. I'd play that. Um, but the one game. The one game that wasn't actually a, a two that uh, I I really enjoyed on the Sega Mega Drive was a game called Altered Beast. Welcome to your doom. Just where um you again an- another I mean a lot of them were was fairly platformy you have to say um you go along as this character and you the more you defeated enemies you got energy and the more energy you got you basically like transformed into like a werewolf and then I think the werewolf got wings and then you could fire things from his fist and it was it was crazy but um i love that game and yet i have only played about three levels of it because there was no way to save on any of these games and i wasn't good enough to get past the third level (laughs) and i didn't have uh, uh, someone with me to make it any easier and do a two player so yeah about three levels in is my is my limit on Alt Beast, but it's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, I'm hearing lots of lots of confrontation, lots of fire, inferno, uh, which you know a, a reasonable contrast with the stuff I was going to talk about growing up, actually. But uh, I'm sure you're not finished, Lars. I want to hear more. You know what? What, were you, what else were you playing? No, that, no, that, I, that's that it? it for, for <laughs> okay. Um, so for the Mega Drive, I mean, I did dabble in a bit of Earthworm Jim. Um, got I suppose you haven't mentioned uh, Mortal Kombat because wasn't that a sort of a, a Mega Drive sort of evergreen? I, I believe it was. It was never one that I owned. Um, okay, my okay. my big experience of Mortal Kombat is remains and almost the totality of happened when me and Ben, uh, Monsieur Harris, uh, for those of you who are not in the know, happy birthday um, by the way. Yeah, indeed. Big big up, big up yourself. <laughs> big your up, dear. Pick up them cheese. <laughs> you got to hush it up. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. Harris. Uh, we were going to, I believe it was Ben Woodcock, uh, one of his birthday parties. Right. And we en- we were going ice skating in Birmingham, and we turned up, and neither of us felt very confident ice skating. So we took our skates off and went in the arcade for two hours whilst everyone else um, just basically had a lovely time ice skating 
Um, it was a weird variation that I'd not seen before, where basically, like, if you could win a stage, it was almost like winner stayed on. So we probably put about two pounds worth of 50p's in and played for literally two hours. And I, I'm pretty sure the arcade guy just was like, can you let someone else have a go, please? <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, I, I went to a, it's called NQ64. It's in Bur- Digbeth in Birmingham. And it's like this place where they've just got such an amazing array of retro uh, machines. Mm. And it was like a, a work, just summer shindig type of thing. And, and a few of us ended up making our way there. And um, myself and someone else were, were tearing it up on the, um, the, the dance, whatever it's called. Just dance, oh, yeah. something. Dance, dance, revolution. Or yeah, that's what. That's the one. Yeah, where you're just looking a complete melon. Well, that's you normally. Then ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to pay for that. I know. I mean, he's not. No, no, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. So that was you're great. Twist, yeah, twisting my melon, man. All right. Any, any more? Any more games? I'm, I'm um, curious to hear more if you've got them. But I suppose that equally, we have got a lot of games to talk about. Yeah, this yeah. Evening. I was, was going to say. Um, there was definitely a football game. I think it was FIFA '97. Um, okay. Yeah. I'd... You sure it wasn't sensible soccer? No, it definitely wasn't. But okay. the wh- whichever the edition of FIFA this was, it was a obviously very very early on. And I remember the pretty much like the best striker in the game being Hristo Stoichkov, who I'd never heard of before, but I fucking well knew no, his like name H- after Hernan Crespo, Batistuta. Play yeah, Batistuta was on it. He was yeah. the other the other big player. Um, Batistuta, <laughs> uh, I I believe in his Fiorentina heyday, probably, yeah, um, probably. Sponsored by Nintendo, bringing it back. <laughs> um, that is Florentina, not this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously, uh, we're sponsored by no one. Um, yeah. I remember you're like this. I had a game once called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was not the name. It was called Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Okay. And it was essentially like a, a rotating um, <clears throat> puzzle-solving game, like Tetris almost, but with beans. So it's not him like cooking up some sort of brutal Mexican dinner. I I know you haven't owned a Mega Drive, but you might be overstating the power of... of... <laughs> of the the machine for uh, for what you're envisaging. Oh, mate. do you know I had a I had a, a fowl last night. Have you ever had a chicken fowl or a lamb fowl for that matter? I've I've tasted part of Mr. Warrender uh, when he had a part of him. No, I haven't. I tasted a part of his curry. <laughs> of his curry. Um yeah. and I remember him he had a, a this is really gone off the rails early and I kind of like it. Uh he was he'd got a cold and he wanted to sweat it out and and bravely asked the chap for the hottest curry on the thing on the menu that's the word and the chap su- suggested a fowl and uh he had a little bit and was sort of like oh, oh that is hot and i and i don't know why but i think well, maybe i was a couple of pints deep or something but i just went oh come on tommy can't be that hot and uh a big bravado like fork straight like one big bit of chicken like dripping in sauce and banged mm. it down my gullet and yeah, I was pretty quiet myself for a bit there. <laughs> Sucking on a fire extinguisher for an hour. Yeah, it's it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, well, mean. That's what made me think of it in the first place. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's that's still making its um, its way through me. <laughs> it's making its presence felt. Yeah, it's a white water. Um, anyway. Uh, it, it really isn't, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the opposite of that. Um, uh, I can't even remember. Oh, yeah, Dr. Robotnik's 
mean bean machine. So oh, oh, oh yes, yeah, that's that's where we were, and it was a passable um, puzzler. I remember some of the opponent characters being quite memorable. But but what I want to know, Scott, is if you didn't have a Mega Drive and the Mega Drive was sort of like the initial console for, for our generation, I would say, for a lot of folks, what were you tapping away at? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got three different consoles I could sort of talk about here. And I'll just oh. try and... Oh, yeah. And I'll try and... Oh, yeah. And I'll try and get through them quite quickly, really. Okay, so already been mentioned when it came to sega consoles i just never never had one um when we went to get a sega saturn i believe was like the prominent one at the time Mm. but we actually didn't and this came up in a previous pod yes we were recommended something else but actually before i talk about that i want to talk about the amiga Oh, wow. Yeah, which, so it's like, uh, was it the Commodore Amiga? I can't really remember. But I think there were quite a few different variations of the Amiga. But well, there was a Commodore 64 I definitely heard of, and I, I thought the Amiga was like its own thing. Yeah, it might have been. I might have got that completely wrong, in which case, well, fuck off, I don't care. But I, th- I think it might be the Amiga 500. I've got the, the number 500 in my head, so maybe it was that. Yeah, but... it sounds right. I, I, yeah, I mean... and it was sort of a precursor to like PC gaming, really. You, you had like a keyboard and a mouse, and, and um, yeah. And it typically involved just the keyboard, but you could have a joystick that you would plug in, very a la, you know, Mega Drive style uh, joystick type of thing. And uh, Lars, you might not recognize, you'll definitely recognize a couple of these names. I'm just going to reel them off pretty quickly for the sake of time uh, and in no particular order. But these were just the games that I remember. And when I say that, you know, I, I made some notes and I spent about 30 seconds trying to remember. Uh, and these were the ones that I came up with. So it's a bit like Family Fortunes in that sense. You know, we are Scott Hughes to name. Here's a favorite Amiga games. And in 30 seconds, these are what I came up with. Uh, so Zool. I, I love, I'm sorry. I, I love that it's, it's, um, it's, oh, God damn it. It's not catchphrase, is it? it, it what, the, the Family Fortunes, is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah. But it, sa- it sounded like that, Family Fortunes. Bastard. Family Fortunes was, was being hosted by, uh, by Captain Kirk, you know, where. Mr. Is- Zulu, Clear Thought 9. <laughs> that is who you're on about isn't it mr shatner yeah. shatner yeah. that's it i knew it was william something and i'm just like what's his name we asked scott used the name and and i came up with so zool and um although it's the same word that was used in ghostbusters if you remember that was mm-hmm. an altogether different zool and um this was i guess uh, on my list the the thing that you'd probably say is the closest to sonic in that it's like a 2D platformer where you can shoot and it's just just very difficult. You know, I, I can't believe that I had the reflex sort of back then to get through half of this stuff because I watched some of it recently and I thought, my God, you know, how was hmm. I playing this at the age of like six? Uh, but yeah, Zool is brilliant. And um, it's just, it's so ingrained in, in me that I've only got to hear like a sound effect from that game. You know, it like touches something like deep in my memory. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> and well, the same goes for any of these games. So, uh, Bubba and Sticks, Lars. I bet you haven't heard of that one, have you? Not recently. No. Well, again, it was a TV platformer, and it was this character called Bubba, and he had a, a, a sort of an alien stick <laughs> and um, friend. Yeah, an alien twig friend. Why are you laughing? And it was like he used to. It, 
you'd use it for platforming like you would jam it into like a wall and then you would use it to to gain leverage and to be able to get up something and climb and i can't remember much of the story other than that but again i remember the soundtrack it had a very slap bass you know seinfeld style soundtrack which i, which I particularly enjoyed and um I'm going to move swiftly on because, again, time. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm saving the names you'll probably recognise for the end. There was a game called Premiere, which I absolutely loved. And it was, again, it was kind of a 2D platformer. And this time it kind of revolved around d- different genres of film. You would like go into a different genre. So there was like a Western series of levels and likewise with, with other you know genres of film and stuff like that. But Although I can't think of much more to say on Premiere at the moment, it, it is the one that I remember sort of playing the most. So it's it's strange that I mm. can't remember it as vividly as the others, but I I know that I played it possibly even the most. Let, let's move into more familiar territory for you. <laughs> I don't know if you ever played this game, but I, I guarantee you'll you'll have heard of it. Lemmings. Yes, yeah, I, I have an, I have I've had a Lemmings experience. Yeah, and I, I think that started with the Amiga. I mean. A, the PC sort of came in a, a couple of years later on and there was a crossover, you know, with stuff that was on the Amiga that was also on PC. And I think Lemmings was one of those. Yeah, uh, I think I played Lemmings on PC. And I, I love the notion of what Lemmings is about. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, I love the tactics of that, if you like. Mm. And then, um, well, we mentioned Sensible Soccer, or I did, and that was definitely something I remember playing on the Amiga. And, did you uh, play it sensibly? No. And then finally, Loz, uh, on the Amiga at least, a, a game called Skid Marks, <laughs> <laughs> which was basically micro machines, but like uh, uh. On, on a dirt track sort of thing. So, that, uh, again, you know, I've got to, as much as I, I want to just talk about this stuff, I, I have got to kind of look at the clock, sadly. Yes. Well, un- unfortunately, we have so many games that we want to talk about. And I'm, I'm afraid I'm just going to take a wee detour because. Lemmings got me to Worms. Okay. <laughs> having just thought Worms, I, I'm actually already like, um, do I reevaluate some of my top top five? Because um, no, don't. I'm... We'll just talk about it now. Yeah. Well, I I, I have to say, um, I had the Mega Drive uh, game of Worms, which was great, and then uh, me and my friend Rach, we used to play. Uh, I think it was Worms Armageddon. Uh, yeah, Worms Two and Worms endlessly. Armageddon were the best two. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember distinctly him going into the game and getting all the sound files. And we both thought it was the funniest shit in the world that we'd got like random sound clips from the game set up as our like message tone and stuff like that. And yeah, what was your favorite weapon? I think I know what mine was. Um, I always liked the concrete donkey just for its sort of for the name really for the gimmick of it and the super sheep where you could fly it around the map and like target someone that was yeah. that was really cool if you could get that going but i think i went for simplicity i loved the holy hand grenade because i loved mm. i loved just the pause and then the carnage <laughs> yeah i think i think for that simple reason i i I tended towards the holy hand grenade. And because also I like the fact that, that you didn't really mess with physics with it. It was just a simple case of account for the wind and stuff like that and just see how accurate you are with it. And I, I love that. Mm. Yeah, no, it was a great little game. Really simple, but um, so fun. And I mean, just dropping a dynamite next to somebody and then just like squirming off for all your life was worth. Uh, that was 
that was a one of many highlights for me. Yeah, and I know that Worms veered into like 3D and and the next sort of yeah. generation, and, and I did have a quick go on that, but no, it firmly lost its magic for me when when the, yeah. the yeah, and I think yeah, it, and it, I think it, that it's... was universally agreed really because yeah, we haven't seen much of Worms lately, have we? Unless no. of course it's retro downloadable game for mm. backwards compatibility purposes or you know whatever. <laughs> for, for a minute, I thought you meant for backwards people. <laughs> <laughs> For those uh, of you who can't hack a real game, you fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no, yeah, what, as you say. What, um, once again, uh, we're veering down the bank <laughs> off the motorway and sliding towards uh, a, a massive pile of sheep. It's shit. right, Lars. I've, I've hard, hard luck to the left and dropped it to second, and we're back. We're, yeah, we're back on. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah. So, right. Um, so I talked about not owning a Sega, and that is because, and, and I am rehashing some old material for about 20 seconds here, um, we were going to buy a Sega Saturn when I lived mm. in, in Garstang in Lancashire. And the reason we didn't, was the reason we didn't, is that uh, a very kind of honest member of game, who presumably wasn't driven by commission of any kind, mm. just, just said, if I were you, I would maybe this was also before like internet really when you could like research stuff um so i had no notion of the sony playstation which was actually a, about a month away from coming out. And, and this guy just said, well, if I were you, I would actually wait because this is going to be a big deal. Um, mm. And despite, <clears throat> you know, you can imagine me and, and my brother, you know, at the age of, I don't know, like let's say uh, nine and six were kind of chomping at the bit to get a games console because we didn't have one. And mm. I can't remember how that conversation played out, but we, the, the guy must have been, uh, believable and, and we thought okay fair enough let's let's just try and be patient here and come back and, and we did and so yeah about i don't know two months later let's say we had a, a playstation one um, which which in fairness to both of you patience at nine and six is in short supply yeah i, I wish i could remember just that whole thing better but uh, thankfully i do remember very very well getting our hands on the playstation for the first time and um, mm. So again, I'm just going to go through a couple of games here quickly, and and these ones I'm sure will be familiar to you, Luz, and to you, the dear listener. Crash Bandicoot. Mm. Yeah, um, and I can't remember which um, of them were on the PS One. I know Crash One and Two were. Well, you do know them. <laughs> well, I'm thinking Crash Three warped. You know, I, I guess I kind of consider them the holy triumvirate, if you like. Um, I can't remember if all of them came out on the PS1, but I remember very vividly that Crash 1 and 2 did. And I've actually been replaying, uh, the, what's it called, the Ensane trilogy lately. Hmm. And I've got through 1 and 2. And I say got through, because I have got through them, because they're, they're fucking hard. They're, um, yeah. They were hard well, back then, and they're arguably even harder now because of the way the physics has, has been changed with the jumping and, and the uh, the depth perception and the distance and stuff like that, which I won't go into detail with. But yeah, I think they're harder now than they were back then. So I'm about maybe halfway through the third. So they're the Crash games. Um, and then even harder than Crash Bandicoot, Rayman. Did you ever play oh, Rayman? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I had a, an educational PC version, but it was still Rayman, goddammit. 
Yeah, the, this uh, again, a lot of love for Rayman, and um, you talk about like uh, the sound effects, like you, you did with Worms. Likewise with Rayman, you know. In fact, funnily enough, I've got one of them. Um, if you bear with me two seconds, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this this will probably sound awful. I'm just going to dig it out of my phone. Okay, two seconds here. But Rayman was uh, you you could sort of throw his fist about couldn't you yeah yeah so this is rayman this is one of the sound effects from rayman which i've got as a, a, an available text noise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that might sound awful because it's coming out of my phone and then does this mean anything to you Loz? no what I, Crash I, Bandicoot. I, yeah yeah well I was, I was about to say it's, if it's if it's crash bandicoot it's probably not a surprise it doesn't mean a lot to me because um i never owned a copy and if i'd ever played it it was only around at someone else's house for about half an hour uh, i don't dislike it it just wasn't with my childhood which is why i'm excited about today's podcast because we are as ever to different people with different aspects and very different childhoods oh, yeah. and um <laughs> yeah it's the spice of life baby and so let me because i'm i'm seeing unfortunately that zoom warning uh, of which i think we've now got like uh, five, yeah. five minutes left before it runs out so um i just want to cover off these playstation games quickly and then we'll, we'll yeah pause and resume for part two uh i've not really talked about fighting games yet bloody raw mm. was <laughs> that that was a game that was on the playstation and um it was it came with the i don't know if you remember this but the 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 playstation magazine that was a five mm. every month and it had the, the disc. demo disc yeah, yeah. yeah and bloody raw was on that and we absolutely annihilated that game it was like a precursor to tekken but you know when you had like animal heads a bit like you do in tekken really in, in some cases mm. and, and there was also a game it, called in Klonoa. one case <laughs> yeah yeah probably and uh, there was also a game called klonoa which was uh, I, I would struggle to be able to give you too much detail on this, but you were sort of a, a, a kind of rabbit that ran around collecting crystals and things, and it was a bit of a 3D platformer type of thing. Wow. Uh, and then I've, I've kind of put FIFA down, because, of course, I did own all the iterations of FIFA, from I'd say maybe from about 96. <gasps> oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, we have to just get in very quickly. The, the the FIFA that I had on the Mega Drive, one of the big things for me is you could do indoor and you could pass the ball off the uh, wall and like use oh, it nice. to run past, run past players and like score. Anyway, that's what I wanted to say. Bye now. That's all right. We'll come back and talk about FIFA, I'm sure, down the line. But uh, I think for the moment, let, let's uh, let's just pause for a second and we'll we'll continue in part two, shall we? Oh, okay. I'll read and we're back for part two and um god is is it hot where you are because it's stuffy in here man mm. yes it is uh it's rather like a, un-english the weather it's like a, a steam room but you know you've got I'm, to have it sometime i'm sweating like lee evans in a steam room uh <laughs> wait waiting on his results Wow! Thanks for uh, taking a, taking us down that dark path. Lee, well, Lee Evans waiting to see what he's dying of. Thanks. No, it could, it could have been any results. Sure. Uh, we were talking about FIFA before all of that. Well, you were. No, you were. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what your mother yeah, would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shazas. <laughs> now you know. were talking about PS One games, and I interrupted very rudely. So please. 
please, Scott, continue. Well, that's all right. That's right. Probably the last one I would talk about is FIFA because, yeah, I, 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 I definitely owned FIFA 95. Um, and, yeah, it was everything onwards. So... <laughs> It was everything I thought I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. So I would have been younger than mine. I'm um, just doing the ma- quick math there. And uh, I mean, I, I, can you remember who, who was on the cover, you know, of each one? Because I remember it got to like FIFA 1998, the road to the World Cup with Beckham on it or, or Skulls, mm. you know, and Dennis Bergkamp was on one of them. Um, but funnily enough, uh, FIFA Road to the World Cup 98 features on my PC list because that's what I, when we first got a PC, uh, that was one of the games I got. Notable mainly for Blur Song 2 and uh, Real Big Fish Sellout being on the soundtrack. Um, yeah, yeah, the FIFA soundtrack was a thing, wasn't it, every year? Mm. And so I suppose, yeah, we probably better kind of continue here. Uh, but th- they're the ones I had down for PlayStation. And then and then finally, I just quickly want to talk about the um, the Nintendo Game Boy. Because, ah. well, I, I actually had a Game Gear, uh, which wasn't, I don't think, a Nintendo, but it was something that um, I had like down at Dad's But when I used to go down there. Oh, right. The, but I can't remember too much about the Game Gear other than it was like a, a wider, you know, more widescreen version of a, a Game Boy, and it was in colour and... Uh, there was like a marble game where you sort of navigated, negotiated this marble's route down a treacherous like path of, of tight ravines and things. I remember that really clearly. But I want to talk about quickly here the Game Boy, the Nintendo Game Boy, and three games. Pokemon Yellow, because when Pokemon Red and Blue first came out, they kind of passed me by. But I think by the time Pokemon Yellow came out, maybe it was around the time Pokemon cards were available. I don't know. But I had an interest in Pokemon, and, and uh, that was my first like RPG. Really, I played because uh, we talked about the PlayStation, and, and one of the ubiquitous, you know, synonymous games of the PS One is Final Fantasy VII. And I didn't really play it. I played it for a bit, but it just wasn't my thing at the time. Whereas mm. when I got my hands on Pokemon Yellow on the Game Boy, that was like an RPG experience that I loved at the time. Yeah. So, that at that stage was probably the game I, I plowed the most time into, really. And then um, two other random Game Boy games was Beavis and Butthead <laughs> had a game on the Game Boy, uh, which I, I loved. And th- there was also a Rugrats game that I remember fondly. But, <clears throat> but my Game Boy came to a fairly swift end when I walked into a, yeah I walked into a Greek ocean with it in, in my uh, shorts pocket. And, and that was the end of the Game Boy. Oh, you clever little sod. Yeah, and, and um, it had been... Yeah, yeah I hadn't had it that fucked. long. Yeah, fucked. Yeah, mm, yeah. I hadn't had it that long and, and yeah, walked into... Uh, yeah, walked into a whole world of shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say, you, you, it's almost extra cruel the fact that you wanted it on you so closely that you'd got it in your shorts pockets and then went yay i'm by the, the sea let's go frolicking in and then oh yeah and and you know that the, it was a pretty hench little console you know just i don't know i just yeah it just tells you how tethered i was to it you know it was in my pocket and i didn't even realize and then yeah 30 seconds later yeah don't need to tell you do i it perished but anyway uh hench, on the somewhat Hencho wasn't expecting there, mate. Uh, you know, good good work, but you know, yeah, I might have uh, gone, I might have gone with bulky myself, but yeah, sure, it's a hench console. 
it, it was. And um, yeah, I suppose on that somewhat sour note, I, I, you mentioned PC games there, Wells. Is that something well, you want to talk about with this continuation of the whole like growing up with games, or are we now jumping ahead a bit into? Because... No, no, we're, we're still we're still growing up. Uh, okay. I mean, in, in, many people listening would argue we are still growing up, but um, we're going to lead directly into video uh, to Game Boys because that's also on my list because I remember very very distinctly uh, with. My birthday being in December, which is December the 15th, 10 days before Christmas, the amount of times in my life where I've been fortunate enough to nominate one thing that I really wanted and my parents would just sort of go, well, that'll be Christmas and birthday. And you're like, 10 days, you know, a 10 day wait, like, yeah, all right for the thing you want most in the world yeah fine <laughs> yeah yeah so um i remember the the game boy color we got which was like a turquoise game boy color not that it matters but it's all detail isn't it uh, uh so we were looking out for for one of those and uh, i think i'd actually got the game boy itself and we were searching for a, a copy of pokemon um i specifically wanted blue I'm not actually a hundred percent sure why. Is it, was it, I, is it because of Squirtle and Blastoise and whatever? No, because my favourite is is Charizard. But um, oh, yeah, okay. for some reason, I think I looked and there was. I must have had some rudimentary internet at that time because I think I looked and there were certain Pokemon that were available in one, and there were certain Pokemon that were only available in the other, and there was something about the Pokemon in blue that made me like, right, that's the one for me. <laughs> And actually, I think in red, there was Growlithe, which for like the first few years of me playing Pokemon, I never had. And that was a a weeping wound in my soul, I can tell you. A fire dog. Come on. Um, That's a fire. Fire. It's in a dog. So, yeah, we we went off to we'd, we'd basically been ringing round places. And I really, really vividly remember my dad, bless his heart like taking me out down the motorway i mean obviously we're in a car by the way it wasn't just like leading me down the hand down the hard shoulder no we went to uh i think damn near wolverhampton and there was a a random toys r us i think it was and it was the last copy they had and i remember my dad being like i'm gonna get in the car now promise me it'll still be there yep i'm putting it aside right now and he's like right i'm getting in the car (laughs) and and with my dad being six foot five, God bless, you know, God forbid we'd have got there and it hadn't have been there because I think. <laughs> what you mean be- between him starting getting in the car and, get- and and having got in the car, it had been sold. <laughs> yeah. Or us getting there because, you know, yeah. Wolf Ranton, if he, if he happened to finish his shift. Anyway, uh, I, I, dad it was the sort of chap who would have fully wanted to, to kick off and, uh, you know, probably dragged him over the counter or something, which would have been quite the experience. But no. Um, I got my greasy little hands on it and all the way back down the motorway I was playing it and I played it until I think the batteries needed charging or I had to recharge it or what, whichever was but yeah, that, no, was that that was... a double A batteries I believe probably Saz double A <laughs> yeah Simpsons well, thanks for there. that yes. those batteries should yeah. them away it's, it's uh, home address as a hobo on Halloween is it not that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Don't try and out Simpsons, me, mate. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. 
So yeah, no, bless his heart. That is um, one of the very few um, really genuinely positive moments I have from my dad. So thanks for Pokemon Blue, Dad. Um, other than that, I'm just going to quickly touch on we got ourselves a PC, and it came with Tomb Raider. Whether it was Tomb Raider 1 or Tomb Raider 2, I don't know. Well, I'll ask you a quick question that will ascertain. Um, did you uh, lock the butler in the freezer? Yeah, it was It was that one, yeah. Yeah, Tomb Raider 2, mate. Yeah. Yes. In the mansion, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was actually all right. And then, as I say, we've already touched upon Roads of the World Cup 98. And uh, a lot of my PC gaming hours have been taken up by various football manager games. And I yeah. I believe, I think the highlight for me personally was, I think, 2006, where uh, you had the option to have, I think it was seven different games running. So you could do like a multiplayer. So I was just like, who in the world is doing multiplayer football manager? Do you know what I mean? It is very much a one-on-one sit down looking at the screen. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm clearly going to use this to my advantage. So you'd start as Manchester United, so you'd got a decent squad anyway, and then you'd just start another game within your game you as another player, uh, as all the other top teams in England, and then allow your best players to be signed on free transfers. <laughs> so, and then you just resigned because you weren't actually really playing as that person. So then it just meant that you had an, in, an insane squad right off the bat, and then you'd crippled all of your enemies and you just won the title every year it's brilliant and that's in the spirit of the game is it i don't give a fuck mate it's the spirit of me winning (laughs) all right touche it's the spirit of my dick (laughs) dick i'm gonna pop off a piece of my dick (laughs) um yeah i remember that well there was like championship manager i also remember lma manager which i particularly enjoyed because of the the that you could build your own stadium and and like that 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 just mm. that small element was particularly enjoyable to me and i like the fact you could do it with lma uh, i mean in terms of pc games for me i'm gonna refrain from talking about that because we did make the well i say we you know dad and i kind of did make the leap from amiga to pc as we went from i'd say like the mid 90s into well just over the course of the 90s really Amiga mm. to PC, and so yeah, I'm I'm going to refrain on talking about some of that stuff for a little while. And there's a mini spoiler there because we haven't mentioned this yet, but it's hardly going to be a bombshell to any anyone listening who's listened to previous episodes. Loz and I are going to do top five games, mm-hmm. top five games of all time. Simple as that. Yep. Uh, each, of course, and I'm excited to get to that. So I'm <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not going to talk about any other games until then. Ooh. But was there anything else on PC, Lars, you were playing? Uh, no, but one thing that's just rocketed back into to memory um, is Super Mario on the, on the Game Boy. How could I not remember playing Super Mario? I was never particularly that good at it. And that, that, that is a theme that will come into, <laughs> into focus more in later years. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, no, Super Mario. Um, always loved the character. I remember probably more fondly than the actual game, the the animated show, which was fairly lackluster. But you know, <laughs> when you're a kid, no you idea watch this about shit. that. No, I didn't know anything about that. I yeah, know Pokemon. They... There was a there was a TV show of Pokemon. Yeah, well, I think there was a TV show practically before the game. But um, 
there was a, a Sonic TV show, which was actually, again, better than the games because there was a whole narrative about um, if Dr. Robotnik captured you, he tried to like turn you into an evil <clears throat> robot of yourself. And, you know, there was like some, some episodes where Sonic's friends would get captured and then like turned into evil, just like robot killing machines. And he'd genuinely be sort of like, no, you need to you need to remember you're my friend. Mm-hmm. It was it was high drama for you know Saturday kids TV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I just not be... a big fan of Mario. Well, no, it's not that. I just like I say, I never really played it that much. Um, and so I have got a Nintendo Switch now, and I, I've got Mario Kart. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've I barely touched the Switch. I, I've I remember it wasn't too long ago. I bought the thing. It was one of the mm. OLED, the new OLED ones. And I got that in like four games and, and it was like over 500 quid and, and it's, it's just hardly got touched. Not for a lack of enjoyment, but just the just time, you know, time Life. available. Yeah. And we'll talk about sort of games that maybe I'm playing at the moment. Well, there's only one game I'm playing at the moment, really. Mm. But we'll get to all of this stuff. But yeah, in terms of Mario, not a massive amount of exposure to it. And and the likes of Zelda as well. You know, I, I bought mm. um, Breath of the Wild because it is like commonly cited as one of the best games of all time. So of course I had to know what that was about. Haven't fucking played it. Well, do you know what that reminds me of? When uh, you you messaged me about uh, GTA Five. This is this is I'm outing myself now as a shit gamer. So if you disagree with my choices, I just need to to, to put this out there right now. These are not my top 10 critically acclaimed games of all time. These are the top five games that I enjoyed playing the most. Well, that's good. That's what I was hoping for. And that's how I've compiled my top five. And funnily enough, I have GTA in, not, uh, spoiler alert, in the top five, but just as an honourable mention, I wanted to talk about the GTA series just quickly. One, um, one of your 30 honourable mentions. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, very, uh, yeah, fuck off, mate. Uh, I've got two uh, honourable mentions, if you like, and one of them is the GTA Ooh. series. So I don't know how that ties in with what you had in your top five. Well, um, uh, it doesn't cause any crossover whatsoever. Okay, so let's quickly talk GTA then, shall we? Well, I was going to say, you said to me, you need to buy GTA Five. It's the game of the year, possibly one of the best games ever. And I bought it, and I died three times consecutively in the tutorial level. Uh, one of them, I sprinted at someone with a shotgun, which was admittedly not a great tactic. But I thought, oh, it's only the tutorial. You know, you won't be able to get killed that easily. And bang. Oh, but well, yeah, uh, no, that was uh, that was quite humiliating, um, and it was it humiliated me to the point where I put the game down and didn't pick it up for about three months after. But even even then, um, I'm afraid I I didn't. I'm too. Okay. I'm not good enough at it. I I found it so irritating that I couldn't complete certain missions that were very early on, and I was just like, oh no, I'm just not good enough. It's uh, what I say with GTA is that the notion of cover is like you know taught to you quite early on, and and if you if you ignore that, uh, then it will be at your peril. And I think also what I'd say is. Well, you're probably not going to come back to them, and that's fine. But I would say just that you could put the assisted shooting on, and, and that just helps mm. with t- like locking onto targets and things like that. And they're fantastic uh, games, and as, as again, is is something that's going to come back. Uh, it, it's not for me sort of like a lacking of respect, but it is it's my own putrid pause that don't allow me to um, 
to quite contribute in the way that I'd like. But I just remember specifically in GTA Five, there was a scene where uh, you're attacking a guy who's trying to get away with his boat or something, and there's someone on the boat chucking stuff at you, and then you manage to sort of like get set the boat loose, and then later yeah, you, within... you have to line up the car with the back of the boat, and then what's his name jumps on it. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah. yeah, that's that's hard. That mission's hard. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've bollocks that up on many an occasion. Yeah, I remember that one. And then you uh, you take out the supports on his house, and his house just like slides down the hill. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, I, I've I love the GTA games, and what I'd say is that they have a reputation for almost glorifying violence, and I think that's a mm. little bit misguided. Um, yeah. Yes, they are kind of notably uh, graphic and and take certain things to an extreme, whether it's around not necessarily like depravity of violence, although Rockstar have done that with like other games like Manhunt, for example. Mm, yeah. Um, but the Rockstar, they're just not afraid to push it up to 11 in any area. And as such, I think they get like this rap of... Uh, a perverse you know violent experience with these games and that's the whole point of playing them and and that's not the case they're amazing like open world games in their own right no one comes close to rockstar in terms of being able to create like open world games Mm. and um it's quite possible for you to play the majority of these games without even really breaking the law as weird as that sounds you know you can yeah yeah you can stop at red lights you you can you don't have to gun down hookers as as, you know some people (laughs) purport this game to make you do and it's just not the case uh it's the beauty of it and what makes it such and you know the beauty of an open world game is that you can kind of forge your own path you can go off and do what you want to do and and no games do that better than gta and and no games uh, realize a, a more living breathing multifaceted world universe even you know than rockstar do and so yeah i have to pay massive respect and homage to rockstar for, and i love all the gta games um i think gta 4 is clink your glasses ladies and gentlemen <laughs> criminally underrated the gta 5 gets talked about a lot and that's largely because they keep rehashing it which is slightly annoying um, just get on with gta 6 lads but no it's the ps5 now and it's yeah we're redoing gta 5 again and, and yeah the fanfare is quickly dying and it's not because gta 5 isn't an amazing game it's just that it's been an amazing game for like a decade or something if not longer now mm. um, in fact i think gta 5 is the highest selling uh, entertainment product of all time Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, I think maybe Minecraft is, is ahead of it or something. But oh. if you consider that GTA 5 has sold more units than, say, like any film has done and anything like that, it's just, it's insane. I mean, um, just just to, you know, reflect back on yourself, because, you know, I'm obviously the most important person ever. Um, I've got more experience with the, the 2D version of GTA. Yes. And I, I remember getting my hands on it the first time and being like, oh, my God, you know, my friend being like, this was banned in America. It's this crazy, like, violent game. Oh, my God. And then when we played it, I was just like, oh, you know, it's just Is that just, it. Yeah. You know, OK, there was I think you you got some sort of bonus for i think there was a row of like harry krishnas or something that were going down the side of the road and if you got all of them in one you know then you got a bonus for like killing them all sort of thing yeah um, and i think yeah you're right yeah and back then and there was a game called carmageddon which did a similar thing back then which oh oh yeah <laughs> right but, okay that that might come up later who knows right but um yeah when you get to the more recent gta games 
um well you know i've probably said enough there i think but but rocks i really when i say gta series i kind of really should have said rockstar in general because i think their whole repertoire of games does ever mention that, that and there's a game called bully which you probably heard of which yeah uh, everyone is trying to get remade to this day hopefully will do and obviously yeah, no, the never Red Dead Redemption it, I... games hmm. um spoiler alert they won't be coming up for me but just oh Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2 are among the most impacting, amazing masterpieces in gaming history. Strong words. Yeah, and, and this leads me on to the other... Um, uh, what's the... Oh, God, I've forgotten the most obvious of words here. Honourable? Um, no, no. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Christ. Like the no, developer, I suppose you'd say. Get the developer, you know, the, the company that <laughs> makes these games. GTA GTA was uh, was Rockstar, and I want to talk about Naughty Dog just for about thirty seconds here. <laughs> okay. Do, do you not know who Naughty Dog are, Lars? I, I do. I just thought it was a funny name. It is, uh, and they kind of emerged with. Well, this this is where my knowledge will be found wanting. They probably didn't start out with Crash Bandicoot, but that's what I think of them for. You know, they made those mm. games, and then recently the Uncharted series. And oh, um, yeah. and The Last of Us, yeah. So, I mean, again, that is what an arsenal of games, you know, in terms of lay yourself out on the table and go, I'm the best, mate. I'm the best, you know what I mean? I've done Crash Bandicoot 3, mate. I've done Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, and the others. <laughs> I've done The Last of Us Part 1 and 2. I'm still yet to get through all of Part 2, so don't spoil that for me, mate. But um, The Last of Us Part 1 is incredible. Arguably the best game that ever came out on a PlayStation. Uh, but I'm actually not going to talk about that stuff too much more now. Uh, I'm going to leave it on that incredibly bold comment. <laughs> but I'm talking about with my top five games that, like Loz said, you know, I'm, I'm glad Loz has approached it the same way I did. The games that just resonated more than because when you're talking about critically acclaimed games, yes, The Last of Us is going to be up there. Mm. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about that uh, from here. Yeah, I, I think, it, you know, I, I was really speaking more to the audience than you. But yeah, I I, uh, I just wanted to make it clear that the these are the games that I personally enjoyed playing the most. And Worms would have been <laughs> at least an honourable mention. Um, but I've honourably <clears throat> mentioned it before now. So we'll just yeah. <laughs> we draw a veil over that. Um, do you want me to do my honourable mentions? Or are you going to crack on into your top five? If you've got honourable mentions, then fucking go for it, boy. Then, then mention them, mate. Is it? Is it? Oh, I. Yeah, All right, just, just do it honourably. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So I have two uh, games that are honourable mentions, and they're very, very different games. Different games of a different time. Uh, except the one I'm playing right now. Not literally right now, but uh, uh, as of today. Jesus Christ, I talk a load of bollocks. I mean, we're in the right place, aren't we, ladies and gents? So. Honourable mention number one goes to Def Jam Fight for New York. Oh, my God. Yeah. I fucking love that game. Uh, I mean, at the time, if you could have told me that something was going to come along that was going to infuse my love of of like 2000s rap with sort of like a wrestling-esque beat-em-up. Uh, where you could customize your own character with various bling and 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 sort of the the customizing the character I took incredibly seriously. So, uh, uh, but yeah, no, I I was mega into to rap, and so you know, hearing a load of these 
uh, authentically voiced uh, characters uh, was was just hilarious for me. The fact that Snoop Dogg was the villain, spoiler alert, um, mm-hmm. that was that was a great thing. Yeah, it probably <laughs> the combat in itself probably wasn't quite good enough to really make my top five, but um, I played it all through once and I really enjoyed it, and I did continue to play it after you know finishing the main story um that's but yeah a massive endorsement yeah it was um it was a lot of fun and and that's what we're, we're all about here at the uh, two dicks talking bollocks podcast hq um yeah. yeah so uh so yeah that was that was honorable mention number one and number two is a bit of a controversial choice because i have to say the actual game itself it isn't actually that fun but for the first time perhaps ever in my life other than you know playing with people who were like literally sat next to you i I, i've i've joined a team a guild if you will and uh, that has 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 increased my enjoyment of this game almost times two i would say i was going to say by a million and i was like no let's let's not overcomplicate things (laughs) times two that's fair Uh, and that's marvel strike force which is a mobile game and it's something that i used to play specifically because I enjoyed leveling up my favorite characters and seeing what attacks they'd get and that sort of thing. And uh, occasionally you'd get like a new costume and I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. And I, I just sort of had invested that much time in it by now that I was paying, playing it, you know, just to sort of keep going almost. And um, as I say, I, I've joined this team, which is a big out, shout out to the globe. Uh, they they are my team. And the uh, there's, they're such a, a, a really nice group of folks. There's, there's so many times on the internet where people are just dicks to each other for no reason. But uh, it's a really nice group, and um, they're a really cool bunch of people. And I, I'm really genuinely like proud to be their member. So uh, I had that's to cool. Form, I... Almost sort of like sneak in a reference to them to shout them out. MMO stuff I've not really delved into. Um, it's not that I don't want to. I just never really have. So mm. World of Warcraft is probably the most famous of that type of thing and, and oh know. no it's it's not it's not really that sort of thing um it's more sort of like a squad of five versus another squad of five and and you're in control of your five and they get you know set attacks and you have to build up enough energy to get one and you know that sort of thing i think you would you know that it's a it's a fairly well-trodden thing where like they do it with Star Wars, where you get, you know, you put out a team of five, and then you've got to battle various like enemies, and if you win, then you get points, and you move on, yada yada. And you, yeah, the whole like, you get the the uh, equipment, and then you can, you know, take the the gear level up and all that good stuff that they seem to put in all of these sort of games. Yeah, but what, yeah. what I said there probably pushed my lack of knowledge into the spotlight. Really, yeah, I, I guess I'm just thinking of like online games in general, where you team up with with people. Ah. That, yeah, because I just. I hate to sort of lump stuff like that together, but it's only because I haven't really played and delved into that stuff much. And mm. it, it, again, it's not for lack of respect, far from it. It's just that, A, I don't really have a, a good PC um, for, for doing that type of thing. And I, I really It's a mobile uh, game. Oh, this is, okay. Again, see, just what a noob. I just haven't got the knowledge there. So I hope <laughs> I didn't speak out of line or disrespectfully. Just after. Well, knowledge. you did, but we still love you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's another spoiler, really, that something like that won't appear in my top five games. So what will? You know what I mean? End of part one. <laughs> 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 <laughs>